0: Hello and welcome to episode 173 of the SJ Chronicles. It is about 20 past two on Friday, the 30th of March, 2018. Good Friday, the Friday before, or rather the Friday off Easter weekend. Um, I just wanted to pop in really and say have a great um, long weekend. I'm not sure how it works in every country, but here in the UK, today is a bank holiday and Monday's a bank holiday. So I'm sure a lot of people are um, gonna be enjoying some extended long weekend downtime. Um, Yesterday was as exhausting as I thought it was going to be, Um, definitely a good day, it didn't start very well sadly because um, I had to do a journey that was supposed to take about two uh, and a half hours but ended up taking more like three and a half hours Um, and the reason for that was partly, well there was a lot of traffic on the M25 motorway at a certain part of it that I had to go through. And I use Waze, and I've mentioned Waze before, and I think it's a really good app. Um, Been bought by Google some point, at some point. Um, And so Waze did Waze's thing and took me off the M25, and that would have been all good. But of course, a lot of other people know those routes too and were using them, and even then, that would have been fine. The difficulty was that those lanes, some of those lanes, were only wide enough for one car. You know the kind of lanes where you have these little. Bits off the side that somebody pulls in so the other person can pass, and they have them every so often. Um, Well, unfortunately, with that many people going through that lane, there were several episodes where it just became blocked because you know people didn't know that someone else was coming, and basically there was like no room for cars. In one lane, there was a broken down lorry that completely messed everything up, Um, but the next time was even more hilarious because you know there was just cars and. There were people kind of running down the lane shouting, you know, you have to go back, you have to go back, and all this kind of stuff. Um, So that chaos meant that I was um, late for my uh, meeting with the potential specialist for the hospital. And unfortunately, um, she had uh, another meeting, so we didn't have anywhere near as much time as I would have liked us to. But, um, hey, we'll see. Um, Again, you know, like, it was interesting because... Yesterday was, as I said before, mostly a day around meeting people about potential roles and hearing what they're looking for. And um, in her case, she's actually quite happy where she is at the moment, but um, feels like she has no potential to go on and develop herself further in that environment and was kind of looking for somewhere that she can go on and develop herself. And of course, the Lauf, is, the, the Lauf, <laughs> the Ralph is all about um Or part of our kind of values are about a learning mindset and about growth and about affording people the opportunities to develop themselves and fulfill potential. What was interesting is that the areas or some of the areas in which she wants to develop herself are not actually clinical, Um, they're more about engagement with people and education and training and you know, uh, social science, psychology, stuff like that, and mentorship. And, you know, those are kinds of things that are all intrinsic to the kind of foundational structure of the Ralph. But, you know, she was telling me that she had asked the person in charge of the hospital in which she currently is if she could go and do a course around mentorship. Um, and I just going to, you know, I mean, I've, I've voiced on these podcasts before my somewhat cynicism about courses on mentorship and management and things like this. Um, not because I think they're all rubbish, but because I think... I, I like to reserve judgment on A, knowing what the content is and B, on who the deliverer is um, before I sort of decide how much stock to put in them, as it were. Um, because I've said before, I don't believe you can teach these things without having done it yourself. Um, any of that's an aside. But anyway, so she wanted to go and do this course and, you know, basically it was like, no, you can't. Um, and I thought, well, you know, if you'd asked me that, you'd have been like, yes, you can. Um, now obviously I have to caveat all of these things and I always very candid with people about our budgetary constraints and it's always sort of, you know, these are all the things that we aspire to do. We need to be able to afford to do them, but that's, uh, always present as part of the conversation. Anyway, so, um, we'll see. Uh, she'll let me know if she wants to come and if she does, I will give her a role. Um, and then I met with, I said, um, one of the practices, not too far from us, um, the guy that owns it had invested, has invested a small amount of money in the Ralph and we'd always planned to catch up at some point. So that was kind of nice, um, to have a chat. Um, interesting because he basically reinforced a lot of my, um, or a lot of our plans in terms of the Ralph and how we hope to engage with our referring practices. And, you know, he was like, oh, I wanted to tell you this and I wanted to tell you that. And they were all things that, we had or we have thought of of course the challenge is going to be actually making sure we can execute and deliver on them um and you know that's something that we need to be really careful that we don't drop the ball on as it were but it was good to hear the kind of reinforcement and affirmations of our plans from somebody that is on the other side of the fence if you like in terms of a a referrer um he's super confident about the success of the ralph and i guess he would be uh or you'd hope he was in order to have made his investment but um you know he's obviously in that area and so has a good understanding and a good pulse of the, the veterinary side of things in the area so so yeah that was cool um and then I uh met with somebody who in the sort of primary care area um and someone again I've known from before who was, very good clinically has also in recent times got some experience around kind of management and people management. And again, she's kind of looking for some, it's interesting because she's looking really to be somewhere where she feels like she's treated, uh, basically fairly and, you know, justly and, but not just her, but that everyone is treated in that way. And of course, again, these are core values of the Ralph and these are things that are our foundation, you know, um, so another bit of our thesis that's reinforced by somebody else who wants to potentially come and be there and so her challenges are around um not around wanting to come to the Ralph per se because it's kind of a no-brainer in a way but more about not necessarily being willing to do nights and weekends full-time um and my whole thing is well I'm hoping to create a structure where we can afford to let our primary care you know vets do some day work in the weekdays as opposed to just having to do nights and weekends you know so they can work alongside the specialists and not only on the emergency side but kind of hang out in other parts of the hospital and scrub in on surgeries and watch ultrasound scans and all kinds of stuff right so i think that's a wonderful environment for them to be in and i think that could be really rewarding for a primary care emergency vet who's looking to stay in that sort of work but really can't face nights and weekends full time. Um, But obviously it's going to take us a bit of time to get there. And so again, it's just about being honest and saying that is our trajectory and that is an authentic commitment. If we can afford it, we'll build out the team more and then people can, you know, do less nights and weekends, but you have to be willing to stick it out for a while. So that's a decision that, you know, that she's going to be making. And then lastly, I met with a nurse and um, yeah, just wonderful. Like, you know, um, first of all, it's really interesting to me because you know i suppose i can forget in all of this how people may perceive coming to have a coffee with me um because i guess i don't see myself in that way and so i sort of you know you can you can so there's a need for empathy and it was a good reminder actually to make sure that i don't assume that everyone is entirely comfortable just because that's how i behave with them um so it turns out she was very nervous about meeting me and you know was kind of trying to calm herself down and all this kind of stuff I think partly because she'd been tracking the progress of the hospital for quite a long time. And, you know, this was kind of, she had reached out to me a while, a couple of weeks ago, maybe, and wasn't sure if it was the right time. and was a bit worried that she was harassing me, if you like, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And as I say, if she knew me. She she would know that those things, just, she doesn't need to be worrying about them. But she doesn't know me yet, and she knows me a bit better after a, a good hour and a half chat yesterday. Um, but, yeah, so many of the things that she's said and, you know, she's aspiring to do. And, um, you know, her emphasis was largely around compassion. And so it's a big part of, you know, our strapline, if you like, is center of excellence and compassion. It's a huge thing for me uh, in terms of how we're compassionate to the animals and the people. And many of the things she was saying around the animals are things that I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so real resonance, real alignment. Um, And she's locally based, um, not done referral work before, but is, you know, excited to feels very underused and underutilized in her current role in her current practice and also can't really move because her mum's elderly and not well and she's taking care of her mum, and that resonates with me too so you know again just a a, a wonderful alignment and you could just see like the excitement in, in her face and all that the energy was just um kind of wonderful really so I basically offered her a job on the spot (laughs) and she literally said yes before I'd even finished the sentence which was which was so lovely and um you know it was like I was like so go away think before I could even finish any of that she was like yes um so that was really cool so yeah, so it was a good day but to be honest I was absolutely out of it by the time I got home and this morning I was meant to have a Skype call at nine o'clock with someone in Australia um again about a role but um it was quite funny because i woke up and i was like i really just for the first time i just cannot face this um so tired so i sent her an email to sort of say you know can we reschedule but i missed that she had already sent me an email about three hours earlier um saying can we reschedule so um we're gonna reschedule and it's all good really she's not feeling very well i was just way too tired so um yeah so today so i ended up having a bit of a lie-in and then i'm just trying to get stuff done today um with a view to hopefully being able to spend at least a bit of time over the weekend with Layla without having to do any work. Um, and also it's interesting because, you know, I guess one of the things I'm trying to navigate at the moment, and I've talked about this on this podcast before is the whole kind of, you know, how you live your life doing what I'm doing at the moment as a entrepreneur that's just at maximum capacity, if you like with, um, you know, with a partner and that into that relationship and that dynamic and, you know, um, is completely wonderful um she's been really understanding and very cool and I've talked about that a lot I think and you know she's also her own person for sure right and that's exactly how it should be and she has her own projects and her own things that she's doing and how do you together work out how you make sure that you can do all the things you need to do uh jointly and independently if you like and um you know as we kind of look to move home and share finances and things like this uh, how does that all play out you know so uh it's interesting times in that regard as well because you know we're kind of getting to the point where soon i'm going to have to look for somebody to move um we're going to have to look for somebody to move and you know moving as you i'm sure know having no doubt done it yourself it's not exactly a a thing that happens very quickly there's lots of stuff to be done how are we going to do all of that and who's going to do it all um etc you know so there's kind of lots of stuff going on at the moment and i guess it all comes back to this communication thing i um, trying to have open and clear communications um and never dropping the ball on that really and i know some people that um have navigated this journey before are very focused on kind of over communicating with each other um and not just in your romantic relationship if you like but in all relationships really that To some extent, it's better to over-communicate what's on your mind and others to do the same and to talk things through a lot than it is to under-communicate, have misunderstandings and not really be, um, you know, on the same page as it were. So yeah, cool. Anyway, um, I'm going to check out, I probably won't do an episode till Monday maybe, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, as I say, I imagine a lot of you are having downtime this weekend and I hope you are, um, and I guess you if you do emergency work you're probably not but um otherwise i hope you manage to get some rest and um a bit of fun a bit of r&r some self-care um whatever that looks like for you and yeah i'll speak to you again uh soon and in the meantime as always take chances be compassionate and live in a beautiful state have an open heart and an open mind cheers Bye bye